Welcome to The Unscripted Life. I'm your host, Angela Owens. As a business mindset and productivity coach, I absolutely love helping people turn their what-if dreams into reality. Join me every episode as we dive into breaking down barriers, finding our purpose, and becoming the best version of ourselves while balancing life and achieving our goals. I'm so glad to have you here. Let's get this conversation started. Hey there, Unscripted Life listeners. I'm so excited to have you back for another conversation and grab your seat. This one's going to be good. Today, we're going to talk about how she rises after divorce with my friend, Tanya. We're going to go and explore something that so many women face at some point in their lives. It's the reality of the D word, divorce. Mm. And what comes with that, falling down, facing chaos, and how to pick yourself up with grace and starting over. So brace yourselves, because we're diving deep into the beauty of resilience and the power of pushing through hard times, holding strong to your faith, and staying close to those that help you through those critical components of pushing through tough times. So I'm going to take you to July of 2018. If you've been here for a little bit, you know that I have this gift of making friendships in the most random scenarios, and I believe in my heart that it's truly a God thing. So July 2018, I am back at the Breakers in Palm Beach, Florida. I've talked about that place before and how beautiful it is, and it's just so special to me. But I was there with another friend and we were walking the beach and the sun had set, the moon was gorgeous, reflecting on the water. We come up on this most beautiful, just striking woman that is standing in the water, like staring. She's about calf deep and she's just staring off into the sky, into the ocean. And you could tell she was in a moment, like a really, really deep connection moment. and. We ended up talking. Tanya and I have been friends ever since. There were some gaps there where we didn't really connect because I think God was putting us in certain places at certain times to just really nourish that friendship. But how random is that? You're just walking down the beach, just, you know, Mm -hmm. having a peaceful evening before bedtime and you meet a friend for life. And one of the most critical components of pushing through tough times is finding the right circle of friends and surrounding yourself with people who encourage you and uplift you, support you so you can rise through all of that chaos and find that the success or the other side of what feels like a never ending, a piece of sadness. So that's the reason why I I always say we have to do life together and that exists. So Tanya, And I'll also tell my audience that I call you tiny because we are in the little girl world. Like we are both like, I'm four foot 11. I think you're pretty dang close to me. Girl, I'm five one, maybe ish. (laughs) Matters how high our hair is that day, right? Girl, I know, right? Yes. So we're the from the short girl society. I call her tiny and we just relate. It's so awesome to just give her a hug. And she's like my size and I don't have my nose in like someone's, you know, belt loop. Uh, right or boob <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i know today it's so crazy that we're recording this today cuz today is it's a milestone of when life just drastically changed for you so take us to 2 years ago today 
Well, Angela, you know, good morning. And first of all, I'm just honored to be here. God has a purpose and a plan and a time and a place for everything. And so when you asked me, I was so honored. I'm like, what, me? And then we scheduled this time for today. So, yeah, so two years ago, May 13th, my world came crashing down. I was married. I had just moved to New Orleans. We lived in South Carolina, was very, you know, had a very successful job. My then husband, he got this great opportunity to go be a VP. And I'm just like, the Lord is just blessing me. He's opening up a door. So I left my career, sold the home, my little dream home, because we had just bought a house six months earlier. And the house only had my name on it. I mean, I had a house with just my name. But my husband got this opportunity. You know, a year before that, there had been some infidelity. And I forgave. I knew that's what the Lord wanted me to do with that time. And it was hard. It was hard. And I'm thinking, okay, this is like the new beginning, right? Wow. May 13th, 2021, I felt something in my spirit. And so if you have ever been married and you've had betrayal, you know the signs. <laughs> and girl, there is nothing like a woman who has had betrayal in her marriage. We are the best private investigators. We will <laughs> learn, girl. We will learn how to work a phone that we have never learned before. We will <laughs> break passwords. We will break codes. We know everything. We see everything. So I'm an iPhone girl, right? I don't know how to work the Samsung phone that my husband got, but there was- You figured there was it out? I, girl, I figured it out. And the great thing is, is that when you marry to a cheater, they delete everything. It's like delete to the delete to the delete. Well, you know what? He didn't know how to work his phone either. So when he went to the delete to the delete, he didn't know that a Samsung had a trash can. And so it kept everything, just you delete, delete, but then it still goes to a trash can. And so I saw that. You found that trash can. I found that trash, baby. And my heart dropped. I was so angry. But the Lord had done a work in me because at the time that I found it, it was not a time to go ballistic. Because let's remember, Angela, I'm in a city. I don't have any family. I do have some friends that God had given me. Thank you, Jesus. But what am I going to do? I mean, <laughs> I carried those messages for about 24 hours because I had to seek God. I had to seek God first. And he told me it was time to come home. And I did. June 2021, I came back to South Carolina. I had nothing. I had no job. I had no place to live. But let me just tell you, I'm going to be straight up. When I left, I thought that the Lord was going to wreck him and he's going to come to his senses and I'd be back in New Orleans in less than two months wow. and our family would be together again. That did not happen. September the 11th, 9-11, I learned that he had a girlfriend. Another blow. I didn't want to get out of bed. I wanted to hurt somebody. It's not what I prayed for. But here I am, two years later. I have spent the last two years trying to recover and heal after one blow to the next. I was divorced in July. 
My ex-husband got remarried in March. Next month would have been our 20-year anniversary. It hurts, Angela. I can't even imagine, Tiny. I can't imagine. I'm so amazed at how you have been really honest and open, at least to me and our circle of friends, about what you've been going through. But I'm also amazed at just how resilient you have become. And I know that's through your faith and just pushing through. Talk to us about that. Because I think when I met you in July 2018, I think we were all like new in our faith, not new in our faith journey, but we were refreshing our faith journey. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I wasn't a church girl. I went to church on Easter and Christmas. (laughs) What what did they call that? The, The... Oh my goodness, the cheester. <laughs> is that I've never heard that, but that is hilarious. Yeah, you know, I want to give my girls a great foundation. We're going to go to church every Easter and Christmas. And, you know, I'm not going to say that there wasn't a couple Sundays sprinkled in, but then I started reading my Bible at the beginning of 2018. When I met you on that beach, I knew that the Lord was leading me somewhere. Because that was, what, five years ago? I can't do the math right now. I'm 50 years old. So at that time, I think it was 45. I had never been on a plane by myself. (laughs) I had never rented a car by myself. I had never shown up. I mean, at the breakers, I didn't know anybody. I'm like, why am I here? Why am I here? Well, to meet the women that God knew I needed to carry me through the season that he knew was coming up for me. That's so true. I believe that with my entire heart. I think I say it a lot, but it is so critical to have the right (laughs) circle of friends. And we need it now because we don't know what's coming tomorrow. Right. That's 2018. So if we fast forward to 2021, April of 2021, is when I saw you again. I mean, like randomly, right? I got invited to go on this trip, mountain trip with some girls. And then I'm like, who's all going to be there? And then Amy was like, Angela. And I was like, Angela Owens, are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. I mean, because it's like, I met you, you took a picture of me. I like kept it because I don't know. I mean, I'm not like I'm stuck up or anything, but it was a great picture of me. And I just felt like it was symbolizing the lost girl who needed some friends because her whole world was wrapped around this man. And And I was so drawn to you that night in July of 2018 when you were on the beach. And one, you see a woman that's, she's in a beautiful dress and she's standing calf length in the ocean, almost looks like a cover of a book of a novel. It was a beautiful moment. I could tell in my gut something wasn't right. Yeah. And I didn't even know what was not right. Okay. I mean, I was new in my faith and, you know, all you girls, I'm just like, okay, I'm not supposed to be here. All you girls are beautiful and you're just so stinking gorgeous and sweet. And I'm like, okay, I don't deserve all these friends. In April, 2021, (laughs) you missed all these planes and everything. And then I think you arrived like at 1230 at night, at night with a backpack. And we're all sitting around drinking some wine and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, here you come. 
and you were just dropped back into my life randomly. We only spent an hour together because you were only in this house because you had to catch the red eye. I don't even know if you went to sleep. And then here we are two years later. Divorce is hard. And, you know, I just want to speak to that woman who can't get out of bed because the hardest part of the day is getting up. Wow. That's the hardest part is actually getting up, taking a shower and getting dressed and then going out, you know, because I had to come back home. This was not supposed to be my story, Angela. (laughs) My story was how God had redeemed, redeemed my marriage. Okay. I had forgiven. I built a brand around that. And... (laughs) It was not God's plan. It was not God's will. And this, for some crazy, here's what gets me through. God's provisions and hope that this wasn't even his will maybe to begin with. I don't know. I've learned, I mean, I'll ask a lot of questions, okay, because I am not going to sit here and tell you that I have not wrestled with God. There was a time during this that I was angry. It's not what I pray for. I get that. It's not. It's not. But you know, God always wins, right? So uh, we can wrestle as long as we want to. But, you know, he's not afraid. He's not afraid because he knows what's in your heart. Just ask. But, you know, I listen to sermons every morning. There was a time that I stopped even kind of reading my Bible, as crazy as that sounds, because I just was in, I was hurting. I prayed for God to save our marriage and to save my ex-husband, but he saved me. Wow. Tell us what is life right now with Tanya? What what's going on with you? Because you've risen above this storm. I know today's a heavy day because it's a kind of an anniversary point of this journey, but you've done a lot. You stand on your own two feet. You have become a leader in your own world and you have rewritten your script. Yeah. So a year ago, I decided to get my real estate license. I'm like, okay, this is a new chapter. I restarted my ministry with my youth. I now lead a children's time in my local church. My youth group is, they're graduating and I have one more Friday morning. I've had those kids since eighth grade. It's still a struggle to get up, to get up every morning. That's still real. At first, I thought, okay, a man's going to fix me. If I just find another man, (laughs) that's going to fix me, right? That's a whole other story. Girl, (laughs) but I don't want just any man. I want the man. I'm learning to love me. I'm learning to love all the parts of me, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the messy, because I can be definitely messy. I'm flourishing in my career by the grace of God. And some hard work. He has set a path before me. Here's what I have to tell myself every day. I was given the scripture. I don't know about you, Angela, but I pick a word for each year. I'm like, okay, what's 2023 going to be? And the Lord just says, she rises. I'm like, well, that's not one word. That's two. (laughs) But Tiny (laughs) always breaks the rules. I'll break the rule. It's like, you give me 10, I'm going to break all of them, okay? (laughs) And she rises. I have to tell myself every morning, I'm proud of you. 
I am proud of you. It's so important to talk self-love to yourself because guess what? I mean, we're our own worst enemies. I can tell you what I'm not. But until you can believe who you are and what you're capable of, but it starts with getting out of the bed. It starts with just understanding, you know, you can't control someone else's behavior and you can't just sit there and analyze to death what you did wrong. Because, you know, I, Angela, did a lot of things wrong in my marriage, a lot of things wrong. And I am not a perfect woman. I came into the marriage with baggage and I left with five suitcases full. But here's what I do know. I gave it my all. I gave it my all. And I have peace with that. It took me a while to forgive myself. But then I came to the realization, you know, I can't control other people. I can just control myself. And sometimes I can't even do that, if I'm honest. Forgiving myself, forgiving others, forgiving him. That's what the Lord's working on me. That is so powerful. I love it. I love that you touched on the affirmations and I think it's important for the audience to just know that while it might seem hard to believe or grasp when you're knee deep in this mess, if you can relate to it, but there's purpose in the chaos. I don't know what his purpose was in your plan, but I know as a friend looking in on your world from my view, you have become someone who I would say... I don't know a lot about what your life was before, but I'm going to assume that it was very submissive and you were, I'm going to assume, the perfect wife in this storybook marriage. But now you stand on your own two feet and you take care of Tiny. You landed in a place where you didn't know what was going to happen next and you wrote that script. You're living a great life surrounded by amazing people, a beautiful church, I feel like the purpose in the chaos is he picked you up and moved you on purpose. Yes. And he put you in that stinking ocean to your calves staring at the moon on purpose. (laughs) On purpose. The last flight to get me to the mountains in April, a year or two later, happened on purpose. Yeah. So I know that women that are living in this darkness, it may feel like they don't want to get out of bed. But if there's anything that we can do to encourage you to just push through, push through those chaos, going through those difficult situations, you can actually find deeper meaning in your lives. And that may not feel right now, but Tiny's a perfect example that I do believe that we are sharing today with a woman that has found deeper meaning in her life. And that has a way of shaping us, molding our character and setting us on a path towards true self-awareness and recognizing and embracing that purpose behind your struggle. You can learn to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, start over and move forward with a renewed determination. Renewed determination. I mean, I'm 50. Okay. So if I can do it at 50, you can do it at 30. You can do it at 40, 45. But I encourage each and every one of you to get into your Bible, join a church, surround yourself with women of faith, and you're going to be like, oh my goodness, you know, there's so many fake. Yes, there are, but there's more real. So dig in. And I am living Genesis 50 20. You intended to harm me, 
but God intended it for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many. And you are the many. God loves you. Get up. Get in your Bible. Know that you're worth more. I love that. Tiny, thank you so much for spending this time with me today. And I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) I love you. Again, surround yourself with a circle of friends who truly uplift and support you. Remember that those tough times will make you stronger, even if it doesn't feel that way when you're knee deep in it. And always try to find purpose within the chaos. Keep pushing through the hard times. Don't let anything steal your light. Nope. All right. Well, until next time, thank you all. Thank you, Tiny. Thank Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to The Unscripted Life. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to show some love by giving us a five-star rating. We always appreciate your feedback and can't wait to hear what you think. Oh, and don't forget to connect with us on social media. Just scroll down to the episode details and we've set all the links there for you. Let's stay in touch and keep this conversation going. Until next time, make sure you spend a little time every day working on you. We'll chat soon.